The following is a presentation of the Wide Open Mic Podcast Network. For information on this and other podcasts, please go to www.wideopenmic.net. Another edition of Snap, an MCU podcast. I'm Gunner with me, Chris King. Hello. And we are going to do something that we've never done before on this show. We're going to talk DC. Yeah. I never thought I'd see the day, honestly. No. I didn't. I didn't. Even even with the new Batman, which I haven't seen, and I'm sure you've seen it already, I didn't expect to talk about Batman because he wants to talk about another Batman movie, but... There was no way we could not talk about this movie. There's just no way. I mean, or the show. Uh, WB and and uh, yeah. DC have done terrible. such a terrible job. And I mean, not everything that they've done is terrible. The Suicide Squad was a really good movie. Um, yeah. You know, I I liked Batman vs Superman. The director's cut. I the other yeah. one was a turd nugget. I I actually like the Snyder cut way more than yeah. I like the original Justice League. So um they've had some non and look, I mean you can go back in the history and say, oh, oh Batman Forever was awesome. You could say that. Um I enjoyed Batman Forever for what it was. I mean it wasn't a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, there was another Batman following Batman Forever. There was I don't know if you've seen that. I don't, I don't know if it's I, I maybe I'm breaking this to you. Nolan, Christopher Nolan did a Batman. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I don't pretty, know if you ever checked it out, Gunner. It's pretty, it's I know pretty, you I know you said never good. again when you walked out of Batman Forever, but they did make more Batman. I did see Batman and Robin at the Dollar Theater. Wow. Batman and Robin, I think, you know, honestly, the those Batmans, the Schumacher Batman was the the beginning of the end for me for DC. I remember being so angry at uh, Batman and Robin. I remember just because it was, it, I was so excited about the Tim Burton Batman was so good. And then um, I love Batman when, forever, though. I honestly do. I just that's th- ridiculous. I love that that period of my life, that summer that it came out, the superhero burger yeah, from McDonald's. Not- the, yeah, but that's the not soundtrack. the movie, Gunner. That has, that has nothing to do with the movie at all. That has nothing to do with the movie. That's 100 based on just nostalgia. 100 150 percent. Yes. But but I, outside of just what was going on in my life, the movie as itself, I think the Tim Burton Batman's. I think Batman '89 holds up. I do, I do. I think it holds up. Batman Two does not. <laughs> it's essentially just a Tim Burton movie with a character who names ha- whose name happens to be Batman. It's not really a Batman and Christopher movie. Christopher Walken playing Christopher Walken. I mean, Christopher Walken playing Christopher Walken. The only thing I like about that movie just... goes, Bruce Wayne, why is you dressed like Batman? <laughs> that was terrible. That was terrible, Christopher Walken. That, you can't do a good Christopher Walken. No, everyone was, that, everyone does a good Christopher Walken. I had to do But that's Batman. not what we're talking about today. We're not talking about Batman. We're talking about Peacemaker. And when you, you mentioned that Suicide Squad was good, 
I would say the first Suicide Squad was not good. I remember hating it specifically when they had like people kept showing up with new powers. And then like the guy that could just climb buildings like that was his his superpower was climbing. And then he died like that. That movie I did not like at all. Did you like the first Suicide Squad? You know, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was it was okay. The problem with it was they were making the movie. Everything was going great. Guardians of the Galaxy came out and Warner Brothers like, we want that movie. So yeah. they replaced that. Like it had already finished shooting. They re- essentially got some company to come in and recut the movie to make it more like Guardians. And not only did they do that, they pulled songs that were cut out of Guardians and stuck in there, like Spirit in the Sky. There was a whole scene with Spirit in the Sky and Guardians that got cut. So like James oh, for, Gunn likes that song. So for the stick first it Suicide in. Squad? Yeah. Is that for the first? Oh, yeah, I didn't so they that. tried to make it a James Gunn film and it didn't work. So when no. Disney stupidly fired him, they the, Warner Brothers just hired him so fast and said, I don't care what you do. I yeah. mean, and you could tell they brought in Weasel and they brought in Starro and they brought in like the the most obscure, which is what James Gunn does best. He yeah. brings in the most obscure characters and makes them awesome. And like like with Guardians, he brought in Howard the Duck, who is the biggest failure in the history of Marvel and Marvel movies. And yeah. Howard the Duck was pretty cool, I thought, in Guardians. I mean, he didn't do much, but yeah. I mean, you have to, that's how you use them though. And I think that's what's happening here. Like when you, I mean, the Suicide Squad, the James Gunn Suicide Squad is one of my favorite movies. I mean, I know I'm, I'm biased, but it's like, I think it, it's relatively still fresh in my brain, but it's amazing. The star scene as a, as a final boss battle, like I don't know if you get a better villain than that and just how they take him out. Like, God, so, so good. And, and when, when I rewatched the piece, I'm sorry, when I rewatched Peacemaker, I actually rewatched this for the first time since I'd originally seen it. So we, I mean, it's part of Peacemaker. It's the unaired pilot of Peacemaker, if you will. So it, it is relevant yeah. to the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah. 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 You're saying. The yeah, 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 yeah. Suicide yeah. Squad. The Suicide Batman Squad. Forever. No, not relevant. Not relevant at all. No, none of it's relevant. None of the other DC stuff, Suicide Squad and this, just the James Gunn. DC universe, not the regular DC yes. universe, which will, you know, the DC universe kind of shows up and kind of rides on those coattails a little bit. In one of the episodes, we'll talk about that. But, but I, I mean, when Peacemaker, when they talked about Peacemaker coming out, I couldn't have cared less. John Cena, John Cena has been funny and stuff. I think, uh, what was it? Was it Trainwreck? That movie yeah. where he played, what's her name's boyfriend? Amy Schumer's boyfriend. Yeah, Amy Schumer's boyfriend. He was really funny in that. I um, really, really, really liked Vacation Friends on Hulu. I don't know if you saw that. I don't think so. It was no. pretty I saw, funny. He was in Cockblockers, though. Yes, he was, he was actually great. pretty funny. And, he wore a fan. And that's pack. not a great movie he either. He wore yeah. a fan. No explanation why this big, rough dude wears fanny packs, but it was hilarious. And was, then the yeah. whole scene where so, he put I the mean, underwear in his mouth, he's like, I'll bite these off later. So those are your daughters. Like, that was great. It was great. <laughs> but I, but I honestly, it's excited about John Cena and, and James Gunn. I didn't, I slept on this show for a while. I think I didn't watch until the third season. Did you watch it as soon as it came out? Um, so not like it, say it came out on a Thursday. I saw it like the following Monday. Like I didn't like rush to go see it. Yeah. I wasn't watching it. But I, I was hooked I, I, immediately. That by, and we'll talk about this. I'm sure that opening credits hooked me, hooked me. Well, yeah. I have never yeah. skipped that ever. No, never. I don't like and this type of music. I'll just sit there and. And the da- yeah, everybody's. Oh my god, I love. 
I love everything about it. And that's the thing. As soon as I turned it on and you see the intro and them dancing, which is ridiculous. One, I knew that James Gunn had probably choreographed it. And two, I was I was the same way. I was totally hooked. I loved it. It's it's it was so good. And to the point where you and I kept talking about it. And even though we never want to talk about a DC show ever on, you know, the MCU podcast, we had to because it's, it's just too good. It's when, just when DC too does good. something right. We got to give him props. Yeah. And it's too good. And I don't know. I, you look at James Gunn's like his catalog and what he's done. I don't it's there's not a lot that he's done that I don't like. Yeah. Like yeah. it's all it's all even the Tromaville stuff. You, it's it, it makes sense. And I, I there's a place for it. I can watch it. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, I haven't uh, seen everything he's done. I'll be honest there. But everything I've seen, I've loved. It's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was great. So how do you want to start this? Do you want to do like small summaries per episode or do you want to talk about like we're we're totally winging this, which is awesome. Yeah. We're totally winging. (laughs) We are being DC in this situation. I'm just winging it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll make up the ending as we go. We have no idea how the end's going to happen as we start the beginning and we might just pull tie it up at the end, but the beginning is, uh, it's just standard beginning. It's a little bit of it's not a slog, I guess. I mean, it's it's still pretty interesting introducing the characters. I don't think we see do we see Vigilante in the first episode? No, we don't see until the shows second. Up the second. Yeah, I think he shows up out of costume in the first, right? Ooh, yeah, doesn't... yeah, yeah. You don't know it's yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, but then so it's it's just a standard introduction. But the big highlight for me was the end of the show, where based on the beginning, I thought that they were going to send it off with this dude with John Cena, who looks just like He Man. He's exactly the same proportion as He-Man in his whitey tighties singing an 80s hair metal band song. And I thought that was it. Like, this is a weird, weird way to end this movie where he's like with this uh, woman that he met at the bar. He was trying to hit on uh, a, a Agent Agent Harcourt, which I guess we can go through the characters too, trying to essentially be friends with her. That did not work out. She doesn't like him at all because they have the team from Suicide Squad, the original team. Well, they that have... Re- uh, uh- Economos and Hardcore. They're really only two. Yes. Yeah. But still, yeah. but and they're an offshoot of that that team though. Yeah. Of that team, yeah. So essentially the the same the the people that are that were in that in Suicide Squad as the team, they're in this movie. So Jennifer Holland, who plays Agent Harcourt, um, is on that team and and not none of them are fans of John Cena. None of them are fans of the Peacemaker at all. He's trying to make friends. It doesn't work out. He ends up with this woman from a bar. He ends up dancing in his whitey tidies. I think to the entire song of this power ballad. <laughs> yes. And then it's one of the best fight scenes I've seen in a movie. And it's, it essentially, it obviously ends with a very James Gunn ending where she explodes because of Selvitz. And and then and then you're in. It's like, okay, this is a James Gunn show. It's amazing. So that's first episode you know, setting people up. Yeah, I, I guess the the explanation is it's, you know, like you said, an offshoot of the team that was in Suicide Squad. There's a couple people, which is uh, Steve Aggie, which is John, who plays John Economos. Economos, which they call him. I think they call him Dybeard. And Emily Holland plays uh, Agent Harcourt, uh, who we talked about. Uh, they're led by Clemson Mern, uh, played by Chuck. Chikwadi Uji. Yeah, he's gonna right. be in Guardians Three. That we don't. Oh. They don't. Never. Never said who he's playing. I have people are saying the High Evolutionary, um, possibly, but uh, I don't think anyone okay. knows. But yeah, he's apparently gonna be in Guardians Three. 
Um, good. And then, and then uh, Daniela Brooks from Orange is the New Black. Did you see Orange is the New Black? I didn't. Oh, I didn't know she was in that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. She's, she's, um, ah, crap. I can't remember her character's name actually in Orange is the New Black. She was, she was great. She was a breakout character. She was really, really good in Orange is the New Black. I'm glad she, she was, was great stuff. in this show too. She was amazing in this. Um, Leota Adebayo. Yeah, Adebayo. Adebayo. Yeah, that's who she plays. So the sense of that team is with now just Peacemaker. There's no other Suicide Squad, but they're doing Suicide Squad missions, sort of. Yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. Yeah, with just with just with just Peacemaker, and and that's kind of how this starts. They're going after. I think at this point, Peacemaker doesn't know what they're doing. Just that this is his team, and there'll be missions upcoming. And then well, they he ends give up him the brief, one. but I don't think he reads it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But the end, essentially, they're looking for these things called the butterflies. And at the end, we find one. I do like how they point out how great they are at naming things. Like <laughs> Project Starfish is a giant kaiju starfish. <laughs> and, uh, Project Butterfly is just essentially alien butterflies. So, yeah, uh, I, 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 I do want to talk about the dance a little but. My favorite yeah. moments in this episode was one when uh, when Peacemaker's trying to pick up Abadai, uh I'm sorry, uh, Hardcore at the bar. She's giving him, and, and he's like, he's like, look, man, I've been in prison for a while. I haven't had sex. Well, I haven't had sex with a woman in a long time. <laughs> like, <laughs> just blinking, you miss it. They just kind of go over it, but it made me laugh. That, and of course, that opening scene with the janitor was like, can I trust oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. I'm like, but, but, you sold me weed. And he's like, the reason why I can't be trusted. And of course he tells, <laughs> he does his thing where he talks about Iron Man having sex with fish. He's like, why would John one, two, three, four on Instagram? lie?" Like, <laughs> so and of course that gets paid off later on, but he does that yeah, a, yeah. a lot where he kind of craps on all the, the DC heroes, which is great. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's, I mean, I think, I don't know. They know what they're doing. And I, I think this movie go. This movie understands that what DC has been getting wrong, and definitely writes those wrongs. Like because it's just freaking fun. It's just a fun, fun movie. It's not all the stuff that DC typically does, where it's over the top. I think DC was trying to do with their stuff, trying to do a more adult version of what um, Marvel was doing, and I don't think it works. But that's what this is. This is essentially the. I mean, it's an adult version for sure of what Marvel does. But it's still really, really fun. Yeah, and, was, and the was, whole thing is amazing. I always felt like uh, DC, they were Dark Knighting everything because yeah. Dark Knight was so successful that that friend, that whole trilogy was so successful that they said, you know what, we're going to Dark Knight everything. And so Superman came in and they did Man of Steel, which is just the Dark Knighted version of Superman, and right. it th- that character it doesn't really work with Superman, I don't feel. Um, well, you can't have a, you can't have two dark nights. Like Batman versus Superman isn't interesting because they're both dark and they're both like brooding. Like it doesn't, Zack Snyder doesn't understand why that, that dichotomy works because if they're both just dark and brooding, then what's the, like, oh, I'm angry. Like, ah, oh, I'm angry too. Well, maybe that's but why I everyone fly. loved Wonder Woman in that movie so much. Cause she really wasn't dark and brooding. Right. But that's the thing is like they do well when it's not like the first. Well, unless they go too far. Right. Because the first Wonder Man, really good. Liked it a lot. You said second Wonder, Wonder Man. Wonder Man. I, I so wish Wonder, it was Wonder I, Man. You wish. I wish we were you just trying to get me going. Wonder Man 1 and 2. Uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 1 was fantastic. 
Wonder Woman two was comically bad. Well, you comically know, you bad. know, Chris, the Wonder Woman had a one episode start that that Avengers that I have the shirt for the first appearance of Wonder Woman. He had one episode yeah. and they had to shelve him. That's why they put him. They froze him and cryogenically froze him for like twenty years because of Wonder Woman. They couldn't use him oh. until they worked around it. That's why Wonder Woman showed up once, went into hiding because of Wonder Woman. Because he's that- from the Amazon, like that original issue. I don't know if you ever read it. Oh, uh, no. But Wonder Woman was from the this Amazon. Not, yeah, I'll tell you what, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back take you back to what we're talking about, though, because it's not Wonder Woman. I know you wanted to I, every show. We have to steer you. One back of these days, Wonder I'm going to get a Wonder Woman TV show. This is not a. This is not that. That's not what this is, though. That's not what this is. This is a DC show. And we're going to Wonder, Wonder Woman's not involved. We in are going time. to have a YouTube video of me eating popcorn, watching the Wonder Woman series. No, yeah. no audio, no video, except me just eating it. <gasps> now it is. Now it is. Yeah, this is. Not but do you that. have anything? That's the first episode. Do you have anything else from the first episode that's related to this show that we're talking about, which is Peacemaker, <laughs> not Wonder Woman? Do you have anything um, like that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I let's let's talk about the, the opening credits because I think it's yeah, yeah. I think it's so freaking good. It's so genius. And there's only two people that can actually dance. Who, who would you say the two people that can actually dance? Who I would do, say. Who do you think? I, there's two. There's one that's obvious, and there's another one that like I could just see it in, in their soul. So well. Jennifer Holland can definitely. Yes, dance. she's, she's too good. She's, she's too good. Yep. Uh, and who is the other person? So it is Lock. uh, Lachlan Monroe. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you're going to. Let you, me tell you this. I didn't know that Lachlan. I, I, it's hard for me to believe that Lachlan, Lachlan Monroe, Monroe isn't a celebrity just because I watched Dead Man on Campus so many times. With me. I assume he's it's my first. Yeah, no, I, know, I, I, know. Owned. I assume he's famous. He is not. No. He is not like a famous person at all. Should be. He did. He should be, but he did. He did Dead Man on Campus, and then he did and a then, guy thing with Jason Lee, which if you yeah, got, which no one saw. I no did. one. It's saw great. It was. I know you saw it. It was. Jason Lee it was a, a chick flick for dudes. That's how I say a guy yeah. thing is. It was great. He Lachlan Monroe was is ripped in real life, and that's why he's so fat in this because he's not ripped anymore, probably. And when you're ripped in really low, and when you're ripped when you're younger and you stop working out, you end yeah. up looking like. Was he Detective Fitzgibbons? I think. Yeah, yeah, Fitzgibbon. Yeah, Fitzgibbon. But you could tell his, when he danced; he just had it in his like. He only did this one move. <laughs> but it was and it was so short. But I like the fact that they show literally everybody in the show. Yes. Anybody that has more than thirty seconds of screen time, they are. In I mean, the dance. janitor was in it. The neighbor was in it. The neighbor. Like was the, <laughs> the neighbor had no had an interaction at the door about how Batman has a rogues gallery and Peacemaker doesn't, and he's allowed to dance. Well, he but showed up like two or three times, though. I guess, but I. What's funny is the cops show up, and the cops are kind of in it for like two seconds in the first episode, and then you don't see them until kind of the middle when we really get into the. I mean, the police really yeah. show up in now, the last half of the episode. Did you know that was Lachlan Monroe the whole time? Did you go? Of course. That's the guy from Dead Man and Kips. Okay, I didn't know. Uh, always, that. I think every every single time I see Lachlan Monroe, I go, "It's the guy from Dead Man on Campus." And then I go to IMDb and I'm like, "Oh yeah, his name's Lachlan Lachlan Monroe." But he, yeah, but no one saw. It's just like the other dude. Now, obviously not Zach from Zach Morris, but who's the other dude? Josh? No, Josh is the his name in Dead Man on Campus. Who's oh, the other dude oh, from Tom Dead Man on Scott? Campus? Yeah, Tom Everett Scott, who also not famous. Uh, he's Should in stuff, be. but no one knows who that is. Should be, 
but not everybody watched Dead Men on Campus. Every yeah, but day everyone, for a year. everyone has seen that thing you do. So everyone is just like, oh, it's the guy from that thing. He will never not be the guy from that thing you do. Who is he from that thing you do? The main star. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think a lot of people see that movie either. That's not like a famous movie either. That's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Just because I know it's one of your favorite movies, but that's how you know that people haven't seen it. Like if you really liked it, I guarantee you it's not. Like Dead Men on Campus? Right. Dead Men on Campus. That was the first ever movie I saw at Johnson. Well, my first one, like my first day on campus. Yeah. A random girl invited me. You know that random girl was, right? Uh, was it your uh, ex-wife? Was it, oh, <laughs> <laughs> your ex-wife! All like right. just out of nowhere, just ran like, "Hey, you want to come to the movies with us?" I'm like, "Okay, I don't know who you people are." Oh, I do remember that. You met her before I. I did. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Anyway, we're divorced. So, second, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but uh, anything else? I guess, but rather than other than my ex-wife to talk about in the first episode, because um, the second episode really blows up. The second episode is where it really kicks off. Well, you know. I have to say, Eagly, who does show up in this episode. Oh, Eagly's in the first episode? I think so. Is there a better CGI? Ca- oh, yeah, he is, of course. Yeah, because. Uh, oh, because he shows up in the garage. Yeah, That's yeah. right. And, and he, he shows up. Yeah, and yeah. Is there a better CGI character ever? Like, it looks no. so good. There's no reason for it to look that good. It would have actually been just as interesting, if not more interesting if it looked bad it looks unbelievable yeah it is and we kept commenting like why is that eagle look so real if they came out and said we we trained that eagle morning noon or night to hug people and that's a real eagle but yeah that makes it sense. looks it looks like it honestly that would be less impressive because that thing looks unbelievable it looks like the, the for no reason at all the the the, the cgi eagle looks real looks yeah. absolutely real no matter what it's doing and most of the time it's doing ridiculous things like hugging peacemaker and it still looks like <laughs> that's what an eagle would look like if it was hugging a person and they, they did the genius move of hiring d bradley baker to do the sound effect so so he's probably yeah. most famous for being all the clones on clone wars and bad batch um and but oh. the thing that he's probably most famous for he makes these weird sound effects like that's just something that he does so anytime there was like a weird alien character that just made like noises. They always use D Bradley Baker and they would talk about that. They're like, yeah, this, we just, we just told D just make a bunch of sound effects and it sounded great. Like it didn't, I, if you would have told me those are real Eagle sound effects, I would have believed you. <laughs> like again, this character was yeah. done so well. Well, he's also from, he's also from, um, he plays the head in what is that show with the talking head? With the, it's on the island. It's uh like the Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon show with um, oh crap, the Fantasy Island, whatever. With the the Nickelodeon show with um, oops, with the heads. You know what I'm talking about with the Legends of the Hidden Temple. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh. He is the voice of the Hidden Temple. Oh my god, Legends of the Hidden Temple. He does that voice. He's also the voice of Daffy Duck and the Tasmanian Devil in Space oh. Jam. Nice. The first one. So he's been around for a while. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a pretty heavy hitter to make eagle noises. And again, why are they going so hard on this eagle that didn't need to be like that? But it was like that eagle. It was it one of the best parts of the show, though. It was amazing. It was amazing. So and we haven't even talked about Robert Patrick is also in the oh, first yeah, how episode. Great is we he? didn't even talk about Roger. Robert Patrick, obviously, famous T one thousand. Yeah, yeah. Is in this movie. 
as Peacemaker's super racist dad. He was so called, good as a racist. It made it was kind of scary. He, they don't dodge that racism at all. They just call him the White Dragon. Like yeah. that's his superhero name. They're like he's racist. There's no like anything about it. He's just a very racist Nazi who's racist and called the White Dragon. And he's in the first episode, also dancing. His dance yes. is also awesome. Yes. Just the fact that, like, and everybody, the other thing, go, not to go back and forth, but going back to the dance, too, they all seem to really enjoy doing it. Yes. Like, no one's, like, bummed. Like, everyone from the get-go is, like, having a good time. I really hope that James Gunn said, listen, we're not filming anything yet. We're not doing this show. We're just going to learn this dance. Before we do anything, that's what we're doing. And that, I, I just like to imagine. My hope is before they start recording the next episode, they make them redo the dance every episode. Every single time. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Um, we're still in the first episode and we have a lot of episodes to get through. Anything else? Which I, I mean, the first episode, we're going to introduce a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, we yeah. have to talk about that. But anything else um, in the second one? There's a couple more people to introduce oh, in the second episode. I, that so the one other thing that I think is funny, um, I don't know, I'm say what it means about me, but. When he's talking to uh, to Harcourt, he tells him that he's hung. Like that's his, you know, his curse is that he's hung. And then when they show him with the uh, singing in his tidy whiteies, he's got a giant cock. Like you can see, like I'm just like, oh no, they had to go there, didn't they? <laughs> is that his real penis? That's probably I, his real penis. I doubt it. <laughs> it was. I don't know. I but mean, they, they pulled no punches. They pulled no punches in this in this show. It's ridiculous. Second episode, though, because we have to move along. We have an entire series to go through, and we're not good at this at all. Um, second episode is where it gets crazy, is where you actually see the butterflies. We're introduced to the Judo Master, who is amazing. Yeah. He's tiny. Also, uh, Vigilante is introduced here. Vigilante uh, is his neighbor who does some superhero things with him it's every his, once yeah, in a while. It's his, well, his... Alter ego Adrian is his brother's friend, but yeah. he doesn't. Peacemaker doesn't know his identity. No, no, he doesn't. And we all. see him at in the first episode, like you said, he's a bus boy, and you yeah. see him getting excited. And I like you have when, no idea who he is. Yeah. I like how he's at work and he's like Yo, punching and kicking, and, and his <laughs> coworker walks and he's like, "I just found out my." girlfriend's pregnant he's like dude you have a girlfriend trying to get me set up with my cousin he's like well you know it's it, an abortion like, okay <laughs> <He's walked away. laughs> i think he is actually again one of the it's so hard because they're all good but he crushed this character like there's just really, so really many did. stupid things which is mean so- which one's eagly <laughs> well the thing is too is like he was such a badass but they i think he was a little derivative of deadpool a little bit but he was such a fuck up like yeah. deadpool isn't necessarily a fuck up like he's a badass who's just like really funny where he's a total fuck up he's still kind of a badass he's still he's still a pretty big badass he actually like peacemaker isn't like good at what he, he's not a superhero at all yeah well especially in this in this up in this series He's struggling with it. In episode three, yeah. he struggles with it. I mean, all he has is the helmets that his racist dad makes. Otherwise, it's just John Cena. John Cena would probably do a better job, the actual John Cena, as a real superhero in real life than Peacemaker does. But but uh, Vigilante is a badass. Like he, even though, and he totally is a lackey for Peacemaker, but he is the badass. He there, the fight scenes with him are amazing. But he does get captured in this episode, and I think they cut his toe off with scissors or start start cutting his toe off, but don't actually finish at the is that, end. Is that the second or is that the third episode? 
The second episode, I think, is where he ends up in the cave, right? Or am I thinking of the third episode? It doesn't matter. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't or matter. We're reviewing them all in one show anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think it's... Oh, no, that, that is episode three. That is episode three. Wait, do we see... Well, now I feel like an asshole. Do we Do we actually see Super or um, Judo Master in episode two? I don't think so. We can just do the story. We don't have to go episode by episode. I mean, okay. It's, all right, that's it's, fine. It's one of those shows that bleeds from one episode to the other where it picks yeah, up yeah. right where the other one left off, leaves off. No, so that's a good idea. That's it, a good it, idea. We'll you could that. watch it as one big six-hour movie and be totally I did. Yeah. I, I watched it as much as I could have, yeah. I really wanted I, – I hated missing it. This was a show – you know, it's funny. We talk about – I don't think I'll ever – this is the thing about um, WandaVision. I still, as much as I like the show, I still woke up more excited about WandaVision. Like this show would always be on. Like I'll oh, wait, I'll wait to watch it. But it's still really, really good. But for no reason at all, WandaVision still. I don't know why I like that show so much. You know, um, I, we've said it a hundred times. It's not that I think it's not so much that we love WandaVision, but it was the experiencing of WandaVision yeah. and the podcasting yeah. and the theorizing and the you telling me how crazy I am and uh, all of it was that. Crazy. That was great. That's that's yeah. what was so fun about it. It was fun. But this one, this one is just violent. Um, and yeah, so at some point, um, vigilante shows up at some point, vigilante there, they, they, they get to the mission, which is this, the first real, I think the first real, um, butterflies we see taking over a family is they show up at that family's house yeah. and, uh, peacemaker won't kill them to the, so the arc of this episode to show is really one of the many arcs is that peacemaker is dealing with killing people and doesn't really think he wants to kill people anymore which is there's no reason at all they kind of shoehorn that in, but he kills people that are possessed by butterflies nonstop. He kills them a lot and it's great. But before he knows these people are possessed by butterflies, he doesn't kill this family. Vigilante, however, shoots them all in the head very quickly. And, and then judo master shows up who, I don't know if he's played by, I didn't look him up. I don't, I don't think this guy is a 12 year old boy, but it looks like a 12 year old boy in a, in some kind of superhero Kung Fu suit. Oh, here, here. He's played by Not Lee. N-H-A-T-N-H-U-T. Yeah. Not Lee. And I don't see anything. Well, let's focus. I don't think he's done any. I don't know. No, but he's amazing. And I don't know if he does his own stunts, but I don't know why he would. Or why he wouldn't, because they got him in a mask the whole time. But he's amazing. And he's tiny. And really loves, I think it's Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Eats them all the time. Eats them the, almost the outside of this episode is eating hot Cheetos the entire time. Actually, he really makes his button a lot. Like he played little Eddie in great gardens. <laughs> he was on the crawl show. I like really, that. yeah, I watched that. Um, I mean, none of this stuff. Is that great? Is that great gardens? Is that like, Oh, it's gay gardens. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that version of great gardens. Oh, it's gay gardens. <laughs> Gay Garden, but it's G E Y. It's not very G-E-Y. different movie. But anyway, oh, outside but of Gay Gardens, he did here, a stand. Here, here's the description of Gay Gardens: Gay father and son duo, Big and Little Eddie, open their crumbling abode up to a documentary film in this parody of Gray Gardens. There's only two people in it. Yes, Little Eddie and Big Eddie. <laughs> not Lee and Michael Burkhart. That's the only people in that movie. But anyway, he's really good in this. They do amazing fight scene with this tiny little man who kicks all their asses. I think they finally hit him with a car. Does that happen in this up? And yeah, at some point they hit him with a car. That's how they capture him. Um, And they, and I don't think he does a lot with them. I think he sort of just follows them around the rest of the show. 
Like, well, he keeps this. escaping, and then they capture him again, and yeah. then he escapes again, and then he joins the butterflies and cries at the end. Like that's his whole. That's, right. that's his arc. That's really it. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, but in, we really find out the butterfly situation in episode three. It's ridiculously violent. They almost cut off Vigilante's no Vigilante's uh, toes. The next episode with Vigilante in prison with Peacemaker's dad because they frame Peacemaker's dad for the crime. Which uh, one of my favorite scenes is. So essentially, yeah, what they do is they they need to pin Peacemaker's fingerprints on someone and Economos just picks his dad, which, of course, yeah. brings the greatest scene. It's. It's for murdering. It's for murdering um, the, the woman, right? Woman. Yeah, the heavy yeah, the butterfly kid. woman who's exploded. They frame, they frame Robert Patrick, who plays Peacemaker's dad, and then they put, yeah, they put his fingerprints there. Yeah. Uh, red dye beard, beard dye, beard dye or dye beard, dye, dye, beard. dye beard, dye beard puts his fingerprints on there, which comes up later. But that's how he gets framed. That's how he ends up in prison. Well, I, I think favorite? my favorite scene in this whole series is when. He, they would seen as yelling at him and he's like, well, who would you want me to put the finger in the fingerprints on? And he just starts naming off everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a post credit scene where yeah, it's yeah. just him naming more people. Goes, and the there's Beatles, nothing to Pete it. Pete Best, you know, <laughs> Ariana Grande. <laughs> he's just so many people. Mayor McCheese, the, che- the Hamburglar. Uh, I think he goes through the entire McDonald's Muppet yes, cast. It's so he goes great. through all of them. It's so um, but yeah, but at least do at least a vigilante in prison with him, which is another badass scene with vigilante just being a badass. Yeah. And then but also being a fuck up because he says to Robert Patrick that he's a bad father. And then that's when Robert Patrick knows that his son has essentially sent in um, vigilante to kill him. Which he hasn't. Vigilante they, just not at all. But he's ruined everything. <laughs> he's ruined everything. But that I think. Up in this was like, man, I mean, I keep I'm going to say about every episode, but episode four might be my favorite episode. Which one was episode four again? Episode four is in the prison. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's really, really good. We really haven't talked about how Adebayo is Amanda Waller's daughter, which that comes out in the end of the first episode. That comes out. Oh, is that the first episode you find that Pretty out? I thought sure. you found out later. Well, I think it's later. No, everyone else finds out. We find out in the first episode when she's uh, FaceTiming her. That, I was not. Did that I surprise you or no? Uh, yeah, it did. I did not. I did not expect that twist. They were. I think they just needed a reason for her to be there. Mm-hmm. Although Amanda Waller does show up. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I think is interesting. Yeah, it, she shows up. She you. shows up uh, in that Zoom call, and then later just to say fuck. Like that's, that's their only. They got <laughs> Academy Award them. nominee Viola Davis. We just need you to say fuck. <laughs> Which I think she, she probably enjoys that character. You know, origi- yeah. originally they uh, were trying to get Oprah for that. Well, Oprah would never say fuck. Yeah. But that would have been uh, Oprah wouldn't have made herself look. Like that. Like Viola Davis is playing a badass, and I don't think Oprah would have done being a badass. Have you not seen the color purple? She's not a badass in color purple. I and I've never seen it either. No, she's not. <laughs> <Never> <laughs> just, Jesus. All right. Well, that's okay. Let's just try to cut out the color purple piece. Um, and then I'm trying to I'm trying to think of I think in, in episode five is where they go to episode five is where they go to the factory. Yeah, that's awesome. The butterflies. The, yeah, that's amazing. That's we just they know the butterflies are possessing them. That's where Peacemaker introduces his X-ray helmet 
so he can see who's been possessed by butterflies. Even though he's no longer killing humans, he's killing butterfly-possessed humans, and he blows everyone's head. So the beginning of this episode, another great scene, which is, you know, this is the episode where where he goes at him with all the names of the people he could have chosen because it kind of us makes this the PowerPoint. <laughs> and of course he's just making fun of the PowerPoint. He's like, they can go in through your butt. <laughs> Cause he shows how, how these butterflies enter through them, through the orifices and they show a mouth and a butt. He's like, what's well, an orifice. <laughs> and he just makes fun. He's like, you really suck at PowerPoint, <laughs> which well, he course, makes fun of him the whole episode. Yeah. Which of course leads to, the end of this episode where well, the, we, we can't, I don't want to get to the end of the episode. We talk about So we talk about the CGI gorilla. Yeah. Well, okay, CGI yeah, gorilla. That, yeah. Which and, wasn't there, isn't there a DC character named like Marilla gorilla or something? Well, there's, um, uh, it's a flash, uh, flash villain. It's like King gorilla. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, you're right. You're right. I, I thought that's who this was going to be. And it really wasn't. They, no, it was just a gorilla. Yeah. Gorilla Grodd, Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla okay. Grodd is a, is a villain from The Flash. This is not. Yeah, but they yeah. could do Gorilla Grodd based on, I don't understand why this show, the CGI is so good. Because this gorilla it was great. It's amazing. Better and than King fight. Kong. <laughs> and I think it's a butterfly-possessed gorilla, right? Is yeah, that yeah, the deal? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they fight a butterfly-possessed gorilla. The fight's amazing. And they eventually kill it. And I think they blow him up from the inside. No, 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 no. Don't you remember how he dies? Economos with the chainsaw. Oh, that's right. Because Vigilante wants to bring in the chainsaw. He doesn't, but then, yeah. They won't let him. They're like, no, you can't bring in the chainsaw. I think Cosmos comes back with the chainsaw and cuts him open. Yeah, man. But but I love the scene after this because you got a bunch of people who all seem to hate each other. um, Yeah. But they are brought together after this by the music, the 11th Street gang or whatever because they started playing oh, yeah, it when the they hair band stuff, when they yeah. pulled in but then as they were driving away that's when uh uh that's when uh hardcore took the picture which we see kind of most frames that at the end oh uh, yeah yeah but that's yeah. when they're starting to become a team like i i kind of i love the character development in the show it's, well i like anything where like the team is a cohesive team and they like each other yeah, like yeah. even though it's like violent and there's a lot of like bad stuff going on like they all like each other which is cool yeah, yeah, very much so. But then at the end of that episode is where um, is where uh, Leota puts on is what are they is Leota what do it, they call her it, in the show? Uh, she's just out of bio. Yeah, yeah, out of bio. Yeah, so she puts on the X ray helmet and finds out that uh, finds out that Mern is a butterfly. <laughs> Sorry, he's a Mern is a butterfly. That he's a butterfly, which you think is going to be this huge deal, but then we get to the beginning of the next episode and it's actually not that big of a deal at all. Yeah, because. <laughs> Because Harcourt has known, known the entire time that he's a butterfly. Like, oh, yeah, he's a butterfly, and they just bypass it. Yeah. Like, I thought that was going to be a much bigger thing, especially because I think he attacks her. He finds out that she knows. The, well, the, he, the, like, whatever. comes after her to. Yeah. Which, I mean, he... you want to talk about all of uh, his different helmets? I mean, that we've seen so far. So yeah, we've got yeah, the yeah, sonic yeah, boom yeah. and. Yeah. What we've seen the X-ray, which that's how Peacemaker, because you don't know this at first. He just walks in, just starts shooting people in the head. You're like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. But then he's like, yeah, X-ray, X-ray vision, X-ray. And of course, yeah. he, he wears. Never... That's the only power he has are the helmets that he wears. B- Bruce Wayne, what's what power does he have? Iron Man, what power does he have? Yeah, but Bruce Wayne and Iron Man created those. Like Peacemaker didn't create these helmets, well, and once they're did. gone, no, that's it, true. yeah, his dad did. Once they're gone, he's no longer. He's just a guy. But the helmets do a lot. 
And you, did you read any of the Peacemaker comics? No, Have you no, seen no. any? I, I checked them out. I've never read a DC comic ever. Not one. Really? Yeah, not one. I may have read a couple, but I read not that many. But I, yeah, I read, I tried to read a couple. They're not based on the actual Peacemaker at all. Oh, really? Like, nothing. They're not at all. Like, this is, it's a guy named Peacemaker. There, it has nothing to do with, like, his dad isn't the white dragon. His the, the helmets aren't, like, anything. They don't do anything. It's just a stupid helmet to wear. So this is like a James Gunn character, which based on the movie, what was it Hero? What was the one with um, Supers? Super, yeah. Oh, my God. Was it Super? It's the Supers. I think that's the, the super, one yeah. that James Gunn wrote. Oh, my God. Which is, there's a lot of similarities to this. Like, because he's not like a good superhero, he just happens to have a costume. Sometimes things happen that make people, like, he does sort of heroic things, but he's kind of a fuck up. And I, I mean, especially you see that when he goes to the class. For no reason. I think the janitor takes him to um, his, just like his daughter's, his daughter's class. class. <laughs> yeah, I know a superhero. And he, he's just a jackass. That's just another great Peacemaker scene where he's yeah. giving all the kids. He's like, all right, uh, ambiguously Black Flash or whatever. Well, then there's the best part with the woman, the, the little girl that says, I think you might be my dad. Oh, my God. It's so funny. That shows great. Uh, Man, yeah. But a lot of, I mean, just a lot of it, I mean, a lot of it's just them fucking around until the the show really amps up. I think it's that same episode, episode six, I think is when the uh, the uh, detective gets the butterfly because they're hanging out with whatever that butterfly's name is for a while. He picks up a butterfly from that's, the- That's the first guy that they that he couldn't kill. The guy that cut off his, uh, tried cutting off uh, Vigilante's toe. That's oh, the, that's a guy, the oh butterfly yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right. And he flies out and he captures him from that episode. So he's been hanging on to him for a while. Eventually that butterfly gets out. That butterfly that was possessing, essentially the dad of that family that was trying to cut off Vigilini's toe, he possesses um, agent uh, Detective Sophie Song, mm-hmm. who has been in the, it was at the, at the beginning of the show, has been the one that's uh, gone after uh, Robert Patrick to mm-hmm. arrest him. But then they find out Evidence shows that it's not him, that it's actually Peacemaker. She tracks down Peacemaker. She, I think her dad or her uncle is a... Her uncle is Judge uh, Judy. Judge or <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but then, yeah, so she is really... Um, she's been really getting close to bringing Peacemaker down from a legal standpoint until she's taken over by a butterfly. And that's like episode six is where the show like ramps up. Like, so it's what, what did you think team. about... So there's that weird cop that takes over as the the chief who is yeah Mern's friend that yeah. I mean, that first off that character is straight out of twin peaks like <laughs> i think it he looked transferred... like the dude from men in black like he looked like the tall almost like the tall guy from men in black yeah the guy a that had a little aliens driving him but yeah it is like it is twin peaks and you're right like but he it, transferred it, from twin peaks like i'm glad you brought that up because at first he wasn't possessed by a no he wasn't no no he was just his friend yeah that was confusing because I thought, I thought when he would uh, be another butterfly. Yeah, I, I thought like, that too. I thought that as well. But then he wasn't. But then the butterflies attacked the police station, and then he was again. And then they were all butterflies. Which I thought the I thought the 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 crux of them kind of going through the butterflies having sort of similar objectives to Peacemaker, like. They essentially wanted the best for the world, but they couldn't leave it up to the people of the world to make good decisions. So they were taking it over themselves. That being their 
their kind of thing. I really like the fact that there's no black and white like villains. Like they're mm-hmm. they're coming from a place where they think they're doing the right thing, but actually they're fucking things up. Which is kind of genius because taking- Suicide Squad is a movie with no heroes. They're all villains, except maybe yeah. Rick Flag, but um Yeah. They're all villains in that those movies. Which would you say would you say that Peacemaker I mean they they do their best to make Peacemaker not a villain though. Like they really yeah. try to turn him around. Which I think he's he's a pretty hardcore villain in Suicide Squad. Like yeah. he oh, yeah. because he kills Flag to get whatever I, I mean essentially he's the only one that carries out the actual mission. mission. Yeah. The actual mission and nothing will stop at nothing. And then you think he's killed and he's not. That's how he ends up in the hospital. And this is like his redemption arc to get him to be a good guy because almost immediately he says, I don't want to kill anybody anymore because I think he keeps going back to that flag situation where he killed flag. And I think he regrets that. Well, I, I think, really there's, like I think there's a big, like there's an arc in his story. Like even like the first scene where he goes to see his dad and he's telling him the story of rat of, uh, of uh, bloodshot bloodshot. Was that his name? How oh, his, bloodshot being afraid of, of rats. Of rats. Yeah. And his dad just starts dying laughing and he starts choking and almost dies like to me that's still evil peacemaker like still going yeah. back to his evil dad um but i i think it's the moment that he refuses to kill these kids i think that's the moment that kind of flips him well yeah but even before then he says i don't i can't use that gun because it doesn't have a, a dove peace on sign it. yeah a p- yeah yeah what is it's it a, a piece no, dove. It's a, dove of peace i think the dove of peace yeah yeah which is, but then he says, "Hey, I don't actually need the dub. I just don't want to kill people anymore." Yeah, but I think that starts from him killing Flack. Yeah, I think when he so. kills, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there there is a good arc. There is a good arc with him, like a redemption arc. They didn't just make him a good guy. Like they didn't just say, "Hey, you're going to be a good guy now." It kind of comes from a place. Um, eventually, though, um, Clemson is killed. He's got the butterfly. The butterfly is ripped out. They kill that butterfly. And as soon as the butterflies take over all of the detectives, the entire police, all the police in this area, in the area that they're in, where, including where the they, great the Lachlan Monroe, they're, including the great Lachlan Monroe are attacked by butterflies. That scene when the butterflies come in, I thought it was kind of stupid. The, the little flying saucers with all mm-hmm. the little butterflies, but then them all getting taken out, like them all flying in there. That was amazing. Yeah. Like this is all like the, how they did this, the sci-fi stuff in this was badass. It was really, really cool. But it's in, I, have you seen, you've seen Slither, right? Is it Slither? No, Slither? Is that the one that, is that the one that, um, yeah, Slither, who no. is also James Gunn. Have oh, you ever no, seen that? I never saw it. No. I know. Oh what my it God. Is. Are you serious? Yeah. Cause it's I know amazing. the alien from Slither is in guardians in one of the vaults. Is it? Uh, that's pretty cool. Well, I mean, it's really similar to this. A lot of it's really actually pretty similar to this, but you can see where it's kind of the source material a little bit where he started doing this stuff with Slither. You should really check that out. Yeah, uh, I'd like to. That's bizarre that you, I I can't, I can't believe you have, not that it's like, I'm, I I just, there's very rarely a movie that I've seen that you haven't seen, especially when I think you'll like it. It's really, really good. Um, but yeah, especially if you, and it really kind of leads to this. Because the the butterflies and the aliens in Slither, even though they're not of like one big organism, they're really pretty similar. Um, but the whole point of what they're doing, of of what the butterflies are doing, are essentially to save the cow. But they talk about that a lot. And then we see the cow, and it looks a lot like the vagina alien in um, Starship Troopers. Oh, Starship, Starship Troopers. Trooper. <laughs> so they the the cow looks like the the vagina bug 
in Starship Troopers. It's disgusting. You're right. It kind of does. What's that? It, you're right. It does. It does. It is a disgusting, disgusting main alien. It's not as any, and it's huge. Which that's what James Gunn has just brought to these movies: gigantic, gigantic villains. So, did you notice that uh, we didn't really talk about it? But the previous episode, when uh, Peacemaker ends up fighting his dad, did you oh, did you notice yeah, yeah. that his dad used one of the helmets? One of the Peacemaker helmets. Well, his helmet had a Peacemaker function in it. He used that oh. the Ram helmet. Because he ran uh, into the. Well, he probably put all the all the gadgets from the helmets are probably in his helmet. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a great scene too. I mean, that fight talk. scene was amazing. Yeah. Well, and that's where Vigilante for no should not be alive at all. I think yeah. they they blow him up. Yeah. Like he literally lands on a grenade, blows him up. He's fine though. Totally fine. No well, he problem. He takes at all. a nap. Remember, I'm just gonna take yeah. A nap. Takes a nap and he's totally fine. Like he's not even. He's not even anything. Like he's totally, totally fine. Even I think he he gets shot he gets shot in the last episode, yeah. and I think he's still fine. He's a superhero. He is the only superhero in this series. As he really, he actually he absolutely is. Yeah, he really, really is. Um, so yeah, I can't. And then let's see. I don't know. And then, yeah, so uh, essentially, they they find the cow. They all of the detectives have been taken over for, by these butterflies. There's a badass scene at the end where they're taking out the butterflies, where Die Beard has to sneak in as a guard. And then, for no reason at all, they have a really touching scene where he talks about his dye job. They've been, they spent the entire series making fun of his dye beard. The dye keeps going away, which is hilarious. And then one of the butterflies says, hey, man, why, why did um, the person you... Not just any butterfly, Lachlan Monroe's butterfly. Lachlan Monroe, Lachlan Monroe came up and said, why did the dude who you possessed do his to do his beard like that. And then everybody turns around. All the butterflies stop what they're doing with their mission and say, yeah, let's find out about this die situation. And then he goes through the depressing story of how lonely he is. And that's why he dyed his beard just to get away. And then he walks away. But I think he's a, a found out. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's the mission where he's planting the helmet so that they can do. It's the sonic boom again yeah. to blow everybody up. So he's Which, planting the helmet. First off, that scene before this where they're trying to get Eagly to drop the helmet Oh my god. That is yeah, yeah. Baby Groot in Guardians 2. <laughs> yeah, Don't yeah, yeah. push this button. And then he's like, go on, what are you gonna do? And Groot goes, I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. No! <laughs> anyone got any tape? Like that seed was What's funny is but the only thing is that Eagle has been relatively capable up until this point. Yeah. He's been doing some stuff, but they're like, hey, take it over there, just put it on top of the building, and then he drops it in the middle of nowhere. Then I don't think we see Eagly again till the end. Where he drops a dead possum. I don't. Yeah. I think Eagly's kind of just like, all right, see you later, and doesn't doesn't help them at all. But I love how Eagly is the reason that Adebayo stays and doesn't That's go why. home because she's like, I saw an eagle hug a man. Like, <laughs> why'd you decide not to leave? I saw an eagle hug a man. I got that was and that was uh, Agent Harcourt, and she said how and and she said why did you stay? And she said I saw the eagle hug a man. I took it as a sign to to stay. And she said, why wouldn't you take that as a side to leave? <laughs> and then she's like, ah! <laughs> right. Jackass. I love every character in this. They're so it's, good. There's no. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, so many good scenes. I mean, I really like the genre of comedy action, but I think that's why I like James Gunn so much because it's so over. Yet the you don't like Deadpool, which is weird. The The movie Deadpool. Do you like Well, you didn't. You don't like the character Deadpool. Uh, I don't like the character Deadpool. No, because I mean, 
I, I don't like I, I don't like the fans of Deadpool. Like the actual the movies are good. I just don't like the all the people that are pro Deadpool to me are the same people that are like all they used to be Venom fans, right? They used to walk around with the Venom shirts. Now they're all Deadpool shirts. They don't necessarily read comic books. They just like Deadpool. Oh, you know, gotcha. it, I like the movies. Like Ryan Reynolds did a great job in both those movies. Those were great. What about the um, Wonderman fans? Are you, do, you, do you hate the Wonderman? The fans? what? The Wonderman fans? There aren't any is the best part about Wonderman fans. There aren't any. There's it's, just you who keeps hoping they'll do something. I bought a and shirt. And you got, you got your wish and it wasn't good enough. He did did actually is part of the MCU is played by the person that you wanted to play him. It's all happened already. We can move on now to the show we're talking about, which is peacemaker, where they show up, the battling, the, the, the butterflies, everyone gets shot. Everybody gets shot. Except uh, Economos. He just breaks his leg. <laughs> like he trips. And breaks <laughs> his leg. <laughs> well, at, at a bio, they have that, they have the helmets, right? So they have the helmet with the sonic boom. They have the helmet that flies away. And then um, I, Adebayo says, "Why do they not use the scabies helmet? They never use that the whole series." There's, uh, there's no re- that was hilarious. There's but there no, were two of no, them because the first one gives everyone scabies, and the second one just gives the wearer the helmet scabies. <laughs> I don't know if that was a continuity error or if there were two scabies helmets. I don't know. There are two scabies helmets, and then that of uh, two helmets wasted just on scabies. One of them flew, <laughs> which they lost because they said fly activate flying. <laughs> that and it was hilarious. <laughs> The helmet flew away. So then all they had was the Sonic Boom helmet, which killed everybody with the Sonic Boom. Saw it in the beginning of the movie. I just love and Did you say activate uh, anti-gravity helmet? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they couldn't bring it down. And then and then the and then they had the helmet with that was the battering ram, which you talked about yeah. that Peacemaker's dad used. And then Peacemaker said, Don't use this. You'll definitely die. And then Adebayo uses it twice. Or well, you use no, it once. She uses it once, and then he makes her use it a second time. Which <laughs> he was uses crazy. her as a bullet to shoot the cow and kill her. And that was What's such that? a uh, that was a Guardians two homage, I think, to when uh, yeah, 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 when yeah, Drax yeah. was jumped inside the and she fell out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he just likes to do disgusting stuff. Um, James Gunn, but yeah, it's she shoot. He uses her as a bullet. Says activate Ram Helmet or whatever she, he says. She's a bullet. Shoots him and then comes out. So. Up until that point, he has the whole peacemaker has the talk with the butterfly. I can't remember the butterfly's name. Do you remember that butterfly's name that they're well? They just with? called him uh, the name of the character. Well, it's it's Detective Song. Is no, the no, but before the first character, the the oh the dad. Yeah, yeah. Who was like a senator? And he lets him live. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is at the end of the movie, at the end of the show, nothing I was expecting. Not only is he still alive, but for some, do you know that there's, some, there's someone credited? There's someone credited with playing the gorilla. His name is Stephen Blakehart. Oh, really? Who played the gorilla? Like what? It was, was probably a mocap. Suit. Probably mocap. Yeah. Goff. Um, Goff. Goff. G O F. G O F F. G O F F. Goff. Now, did you like oh, Goff the, Child? Yeah, Mrs. Goff. Yeah, Roland Goff. Did Goff. you like the title names? How they were all bad puns of songs oh, yeah. and movies and stuff. You know, a whole new world. Spelled W H I R L E D. Best friends for never. It's better, cow or never. Better Goff dead. Yeah, that showed what's traveled. <laughs> that was my. What's favorite. funny is they call they call the gorilla episode Monkey Dory. Even yeah, though there's no monkey. A gorilla is not a monkey. Even <laughs> that's. A, uh the chode less traveled better that was better a great scene dead. where he's like 
I'm a grower, not a show. You're comparing yourself to a chode. <laughs> so at the end of the day, um, we're getting a second season, which is exciting. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'd rather have more Peacemaker than another Suicide Squad movie, I think. Um, I don't know. I really liked the last Suicide Squad. I did, too. I mean, I really liked it. I think if we just... This is the thing. I am pro James Gunn. Honestly, whatever he does, I'm going to like it. If they just put him... If he just brings this... And I think he could even just produce. I think he could be the producer and someone else can, to, could direct. But if they did... Peacemaker would be good. If they did something else with one of the characters from from Suicide Squad, that would be good. But I just really like everything he's doing. I mean, of I like, the characters, who would you want to see? Weasel? Would you want a Weasel series? Well, that was amazing. That weasel, man, that was amazing. Uh, I mean, polka dot man, Pol- like a he, prequel polka dot man, that would be awesome. where everybody's everybody's his mom. Like that's amazing. That was the and best if, part of, of Suicide Squad. Well, I mean, the thing is, it would really be that woman. That woman would have to be an amazing actor because it would really be that woman is the show because everyone would be played by that woman, and that would be amazing. But polka dot man would be good. I mean, um, I th- what sucks is um, what's his name's character? Uh, was it? Dead spot, blood spot, blood sport, dead shot. No, dead shot. No, dead shot was Will, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah, Bl- yeah. Uh, dead blood. Yeah, we're an MCU podcast, not a, a, Marvel, <laughs> I know, a I know. DC. But each time we play blood sport, blood sport, blood sport. Yeah, yeah. I would love a blood sport, or even just a Michael Rooker as Savant, which we yeah. don't know what Savant's. Savant never does anything. No, he just he dies. throws the ball around the around the prison. Takes out a bird and then he's immediately killed. His head explodes. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever James Gunn does, but the only thing I, I would say is I liked this. I think this is the thing, Gunnar. Do you like Suicide Squad better than Guardians of the Galaxy? I think no, I do. I like I think Guardians I do. better. The first one? Yeah, I think I, I like, like the first I, one better. Well, I don't know. Suicide Squad is pretty good. I think this, I think I like, and it's hard to tell because I think it's because it's fresh in my mind, but I'm going to say that I like the Suicide Squad better than the first Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think the thing is, James Gunn, to go full force, he, it needs to be an R-rated movie. Yeah, and Guardians oh, of the Galaxy would absolutely. never be an R-rated movie. But if Guardians of the Galaxy was R-rated, that would be my favorite. It would be just, it would be good. But this is just so his wheelhouse. I think, I think I might like the Suicide Squad better than Guardians of the Galaxy. I think I like Guardians of the Galaxy better than I don't know, but Peacemaker's really good too. I think the second season of Peacemaker is really going to do it. Like that could cement it as it, this would be our episode. We could, Gunner, if we really like it, we could do an episode by episode of Suicide Squad. You know what? Next time. We'll do that. If there's, if it's not, if it's going on in a lull. Yeah. Uh, so like if there's no MCU show going on at the same time, we'll do episode by episode of Peacemaker season two. Yeah. But it would be yeah, too no, difficult if to. there were a Marvel show and this going on at the same time. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. But yeah, but, or we could. Yeah, I really like it. I wouldn't mind doing that at all. Um, the only other thing I was going to say is uh, Jennifer Holland, who plays Amelia Harcourt. I think that's uh, it's either James Gunn's fiance or girlfriend or wife. Oh, really? Good for him. Yeah. She's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Wow. Congratulations. How did you do it? How did you do it? Well, I mean, I, I she was one of my favorite characters. She did. She had a great, you know, especially at the end. She was great. No, she was really, really good. Like, I at would the like end, when, when he walks in and, and she says, I've been told you've been here for days. And she, you just see that Denzel tear come down her, her cheek. Like, yeah, that was all. like I 
love that these guys, in my mind, these guys go to Applebee's once a week now and, uh, (laughs) and hang out and go to hair metal concerts. Like, I just want to see this group. Like, I, I don't even care what the story is. Just put these group of actors together again with these characters, show them continue to evolve. And if you're going to blow up some heads, I'm, I'm fine for that as well. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, James, you know, what I would like to see more than a suicide squad, more than a guardians of the galaxy. I would love Wonder to see in the movie. No, God damn it. But close Avengers West coast, James Gunn directs it. Oh, that would be West amazing. coast Avengers, James Gunn, which would include a Wonderman. Yes. Which would include, um, which would include Hawkeye, Wonderman, um, Chitara, whatever the lady Cheetah. She's is. she was in Hawkeye. Oh well, not as the. Is it Chitara? I can't yeah. remember. So uh, so the I've been. I was on our our good friend, uh, the bleeding MCU's bleeding edge, who was on uh-huh. our uh, which episode? Oh, he did our top five, uh, top ten of the year. Um, I was on Jeff's. Oh, yeah. YouTube show and I was asked um like what's next what would you do for Hawkeye season two and I said well first off there's not going to be a season two but if there were to do a season two I said what I would do I would base it kind of on the second half of the Matt Fraction run where she goes to California and that ends with her forming the, the formation of the West Coast Avengers. If Which you, is in the comics. Yeah, it's exactly. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, the MCU kind of has it set up because Scott Lang, Ant-Man, and Wasp, the, obviously not yeah. Janet and and uh, and fr- uh, Hank, but the newer Ant-Man and Wasp. You got, yeah. uh, you could throw Wonder Man out there. You have Chitara, who's friends with, maybe that's why she goes out there because her friend from college lives in LA and that's why Kate Bishop goes out there and you don't have Hawkeye, but you have a different Hawkeye and you can even throw regular Hawkeye out there. But I think that would be a cool, like I said, I would love to see a West coast. Event. It's my favorite. It's my favorite uh, series. It, it is. I love yeah. that. I mean, no, I, I, I love it. I love it. I think it's just cheetah. And that's going to bother me. Oh, cause you keep saying Chitara Tigra. Tigra. Oh, it's Tigra. You're right. It is Tigra. Tigra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tigra. Well, Chitara is uh, Thundercats. Thund- and uh, not Wonder Men, but Wonder Woman. That's well, who, that's that's who that's, uh, Kate Kristen Wiig played. That's it? Cheetah. I think. Yeah, yeah, Cheetah. A lot of a lot of lady leopards, yeah. lady pumas. I don't know whatever that is. Um, yeah. No, I I would say that would be cool. And I think James Gunn, I would love to see him do West coast Avengers, super violent, just a bunch of fuck ups. That'd be a great team. His, his team. I mean, how he works with, with the dynamic of a, a team, how he does that is the best like that. I, and I think if he did West coast Avengers, that would be amazing. And he's not going to, but that would be really, really But good. Ant-Man would fit in well with them. He's a screw up. Ant-Man would fit in really well. I mean, I think, yeah, but I think they could do the Young Avengers. I mean, they could or the the West Coast Avengers that are like the newer versions. Like you, I don't know that we'd need like it, you wouldn't have to have um, the current. I mean, you'd you'd have what's her name as um, Kate Bishop Stature. Yeah, Kate Bishop. Yeah, Kate Bishop would be the leader. That would be that, and she would be the leader instead of the original Hawkeye. Yeah, be Kate Bishop, and then I think yeah, like you said, and it's easy to bring 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 Tigra in. Oh. Yeah, Tigra like she would goes be there. to L.A. Her friend I, lives in L.A. She goes to stay I, with her for a little bit, and that's how this shenanigans starts. I would bring in the white, um, white vision. vision, 
Yeah, I think that would be like that could be like their their uh, Alfred or their Jeeves would be the White Vision. It'd be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be good. A Mockingbird, which we haven't seen. I literally I'm looking at them right now because I have them up here. Rage, you know, Rage. He's essentially the uh, Shazam, but he's he's from he's a black guy. But he's you know Shazam is essentially a kid in a in a grownless body. That's outrageous. Oh, but he okay. wears a, like a Lucha Libra mask and a leather jacket. And he's a very who, stupid character. Who was when Hawkeye got fired? Who was the leader of the West Coast Avengers? I don't U.S. freaking agent. Oh, U.S. agent. I hate the U.S. agent so much. Yeah, I but hate he him was so, much. so good in that show. He was very good in that show. But he would be he would be an interesting one to come in to West Coast Avengers. Yeah, that's this is a great show. What, West Coast what? Avengers. One of the Kevin. bad guys in West Coast Avengers. Then he joins West Coast Avengers. Kevin Feige, give us a call. We got it. We got you That'd right here. We have you right here. I and think James Gunn ask... did that show. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be really the good. The three of us, you, me, and James Gunn write it. I think we figured it out. I mean, James yeah. Gunn, if he was given West Coast Avengers, 0% chance Wonder Man would not be in it. 0% chance he would not be played by Nathan Fillion. I think that would make sense. That would make sense. And you can make Modoc the villain. You can make Modoc the villain. How Do we have anything else to say? Do we have anything? Oh, Modoc. Yeah, a real-life Modoc. That would be great. Modoc was the villain in the redone West Coast Avengers yeah. with Kate Bishop. It was like a weird Modoc, but yeah, Modoc as the villain would be great. I really hope they do a live action Modoc. They will one day, I think. Well, I think by that time, I predict that that will be at the point where Marvel has jumped the shark. I ex- I expect that at some point the Marvel hype will go down. You and I will start not liking Marvel movies, and that's when they'll bring in Modoc. And some point we'll be talking like, "Hey, do you see they're bringing Modoc? Like, who even cares anymore?" That's how you what, though. I I may have been feeling that way with these last couple Marvel movies. That's why Spider Man was great and Doctor yeah. Strange. Right now, it's my favorite Marvel movie ever. I haven't even seen it, but I'm so excited about yeah. Doctor Strange. Well, it's just a bunch of Easter eggs. Yeah. Doctor Strange is WandaVision. It is the next season of WandaVision. Yeah. yeah, we just don't have episodes to tell us we're wrong. I mean, I think <laughs> that they're going to. I think, I think it would have been a problem. I mean, Eternals is tough for me because I like everything about it. I like what they tried to do, but I also just think that they did a lot of stuff wrong. Yeah, I and I think that what they did with Eternals is like, wow, that was a big wrong turn. And now they're going to course correct. And I think that's what we're I I, I think we're not. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that, because I think that they're definitely MCU is definitely understanding. Kevin Feige is definitely understanding. Wow. Eternals is not was not the way to go, which sucks because I like the idea of Eternals. I like what they were trying. It, I like that they got they, that. It should have been a TV series. That's 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 it. That's all. It should have been. A TV it should have been. Yeah. It Give been. them more time to flesh it out. That was the problem. It's just I think after you and I talked about it, I think it does do a lot for the Marvel Universe. I think it sets a lot of things we, up. I mean, we and the still more haven't more you done talk about, uh, an Eternals episode. I don't want to. I know. Do it in general's office. Um, but you, when you and I talked about it at the end of, we had like a hodgepodge episode, right? We talked about Eternals. Was, what was it after? We talked well, about, we talked about that Shang-Chi. We talked a little bit about Eternals. Shang-Chi. And then, yeah, we went to the Eternals. But it's just not, it just wasn't great. But I don't want to pile on the people that don't like it. I don't, it's not, I don't dislike it because they did a multicultural cast. I was very, very good with that. The director's very, very good. I think it was just a, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it just wasn't good. It's one of those movies, I think, that at the end of the day, you know, two, three years from now, when it plays out that and the things that I was mad that weren't included in there gets played out in another way. I think I'll like it. Like, I hated Age of Ultron, hated it because I wanted A, B and C to happen and A, B and C didn't happen. And now that we've moved 
five years on from it, I can go back and look at it with fresh eyes and be like, Age of Ultron was great. I really like yeah. Age of Ultron now. It was really good. I like it a lot. All right. Anything else on Peacemaker at all? No. We, we spent it, a it, lot of time talking about it. It made me excited. It, it made me excited for a DC show. Um, yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to these characters coming back. I'm glad that they're giving it a season two. Again, yeah. I don't we want... didn't. Oh, my God. Gunnar, we didn't even talk about the end where the JLA shows up. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, that's <laughs> we almost walked right past it. The JLA makes a cameo. And I talked you and I talked when this episode came out. I hadn't seen it. But I Although was Batman was... wasn't there. I thought Batman was there, but it was Wonder Woman, I think. Well, Batman was not there. The Wonder Woman, Superman, Aquaman and the Flash show up from the JLA. Um, the only people well, that first were actually off, there. Adebayo calls her mom and say, can you get the Justice League? Right, right, right. And she's like, them. no. Like, essentially, she's like, no, like, I can get it. Would you have like an hour? They're like, no, we need to do it right now. Yeah. And so, yeah, so they to bring them in because it's a huge earth shattering battle that they're going into. They need the JLA. They show up at the end. Peacemakers walking out. And he says, Carrying too late. Hardcore. Fuckos. Yeah. <laughs> too late. Uh, Carrying hardcore. And then. Uh, says go fuck another fish, right? Or go yeah, fuck, yeah. go back to fucking fish or something like that to Aquaman, and it's played by Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa and uh, Ezra Miller is playing the Flash. Those are the only two actors that showed up. Like even though Superman and Wonder Woman were there, they were you like don't in the see shadows. their face. They're just CGI. Yeah, yeah, they're just CGI. But they, but, but then Ezra Miller or uh, Aquaman says, "I hate that rumor about having sex with fish." And then Ezra Miller says it's not a rumor and then laughs. And then that's the end. That's the uh, that's all you see of them. Um, the oh, GLA, and, they don't. Do- yeah. Sorry. Go on. No, I was just going to say they don't do anything else. James Gunn said, I just want the JLA on there so I could shit on the JLA, <laughs> which was amazing. And then before earlier in the episode, when they're discussing their plan, um, the one guy goes, you, he subscribed. He talked about like shooting uh, an, an arrow up and kind of climbing up. And he's like, like Green Arrow would do. He's like, Green Arrow, man, I heard that guy goes to goes to Brony Fests as the butt of some character with a big <laughs> hole in the back. That's <laughs> where Economos goes, everything you said is wrong, but I've heard that was true. <laughs> and then, that, that, that uh, Vigilante's like, well, how is he fish. supposed to breathe? Or maybe he needs that hole to breathe. Like, it's just great. <laughs> Whatever, that's true, man. That yeah, it was just, it was really good. It made me excited too. I, I I I'm excited about season two. I'm really, I mean, this is it. I think I I don't know. I I wish they would just DC can do it. Like the fact that like they can do it, they can make good stuff. They just I feel like they just make bad choices and they choose not to. I think Zack Snyder, uh, you fans are not fans. I think it was a bad choice based on just how it's doing. Like it's clearly didn't work out because it was just such a mess. And they try to clean it up, and it doesn't work. The Zack Center cut, yes, it's better. It's easily better, but it's not good. Like well, I don't. It's bad when, when everyone hates the guy that is. Uh, everyone hates the guy that you brought in to do the show, and then they replace him, and they hate that guy even more. Like that's not a good sign. Yeah. Well, and then and then he didn't. Uh, well, and then the Joss Whedon thing, which isn't their fault. But then the Joss Whedon being canceled doesn't help anything either because now people are piling on. Oh, he got canceled? Like, yeah, he's like, he I like sexually harassed. he was harassed. like this big feminist guy. That's the whole deal. So he believes he is. That's the whole thing. He believes that he is. 
But then he talks about like in his book, in interviews, he's like canceled himself. He talks about what a dick he is. To, like he's he's so woke that it's okay that he's a dick, something like that. It's, you have to read the interviews with him. But he essentially was canceled. But he's been, which is fine. I, I I'm not like a I've never been a huge fan of Joss Whedon anyway. Like yeah, I didn't watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I, I mean, he did, I think he did he did some stuff in, uh, I think Age of Ultron. I don't know if he did that script or he did something. Oh, he there. directed it. Did he direct that? Okay. Well, he directed the first. He directed the first two Avengers, and there was a long time where those were my two least. Those two in the Thor movies were by the four least favorite. Yeah, but I I thought it was. I thought Age of Ultron was good. I liked it. I mean, there's some Joss Whedon stuff where it's okay. He also did some of the punch up writing for the first X Men movie. Oh, like the part where where Storm says, "You know what happens to a toad." when it rains same thing as everyone else what a stupid line <laughs> that's like my big like everybody talked about like that's such just weed line I'm like well if it is i hate him like that's a stupid line it's so stupid but uh yeah he does that stuff but anyway yeah he was canceled so it doesn't help but then he did a terrible he tried to clean up zack snyder's movie which makes no sense obviously we all know it's that's the thing it's standard stuff like the mustache scene and trying to clean up superman the uh, the director cut was better but it still wasn't good. Like the part where what's his name? Um, the the villain who was such a throwaway villain hits Superman in the face with the axe. Like it just looks so crappy. Like why did it need to look that bad? And then Darkseid shows up at the end for this tease of a movie that we know isn't coming. And that's like upsets just, me. I want that movie. Just give us that movie. You don't think we it'll saw break it. even? We saw it. It was called Age of Ultra. Or it was called uh, Endgame. That's the game. That's the movie. Like yeah, Thanos. But- Thanos is a direct ripoff of Darkseid in the comics. Yeah. However, Marvel got there first. So everything they're going to do with Darkseid has already been done. But Darkseid is just more boring than Thanos. Thanos is a lunatic and he's crazy. Where Darkseid is just like dark and doesn't talk. And it's sort of the same. He's like a b- b- more boring version. Everything that they they would do with Darkseid has been done. Like, I just don't know what he would bring to the table. Yeah, but I get, I'm just interested I mean, to see how that, that futuristic universe pays out. It won't. That's the yeah. thing. They keep creating this stuff and it doesn't pay out at all. Well, maybe they'll close like it out in Flash. Cause, uh... Well, they're, that's what I've heard. I've heard that it's all rumors and things I'm reading on the internet, but I've heard that they're going to use Flashpoint to kind of reset the DC universe yeah. again. And Superman, the the uh, Michael Keaton will be the Batman. Like he'll, he'll be in the universe and mm-hmm. he'll show up in other movies, which is kind of exciting, but I think they're going to maybe beat that. They're, they're taking a property that's still doing well. And they're probably just going to beat that dead horse. What, Batman? So eventually, we'll, I, I think so, yeah. And then Superman will pl- be played by Superwoman. They're replacing it with Superwoman. Whatever, they, and that could be good. Um, and I can't remember. I think Flash is still Ezra Miller. And then I don't know what they do with Batman, but Ben Affleck is out. And I would have been very happy I to see I liked Affleck. Affleck. I wish he would have had a chance. I know. Me too. Me too. I no, mean, absolutely. Batman, what is the number one thing about Batman? Like, what makes Batman so great? It is his rogues gallery. Yeah. Batman has had zero interaction with any of his rogues, uh, ben, uh, ben Affleck, except in that one scene with Joker. That's the only time he's had oh, any interactions yeah. with yeah. any of his rogues. And I, it's, he just got the, the rough end of the stick. I, I think just- Batman versus Superman should have been the second. They should have done Man of Steel 2. They should have done uh, Batman Part 1 and then done Batman versus Superman. But they were impatient. Yeah. And that's yeah. why DCEU is terrible because they're impatient. It's Im- well, they're impatient and it's too dark. You can't have everybody be dark and brooding. If everybody's dark and brooding, 
then it actually makes no one cares about Superman and Batman meeting each other. It's like, oh, it's two people that hate each other who are dark and brooding. It doesn't make any sense. This show, not much dark and brooding. No, no, not at all. That's why. Um, but that's why it's good. That's why it's good. So okay, well that's awesome. I'm I'm excited. What is what's next, Gunner? What's next so I um next our next episode we're releasing is finally going to be Chris our Spider Man, uh, No Way Home, which we recorded like a month ago. But why have we not released that? You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um. It's, the thing is, people are saying. We're not making anything, but we're making stuff. Yeah, we made it. It's we're just I you know, I I they push back the release date of the 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 digital copy and stuff. So I am going to I think it comes out this week, so that's why I, I figure we'd release it. Are you uh, releasing this peacemaker this week? Yeah, I'm gonna release this hopefully tomorrow. Okay. Oh, okay. If well, which would it. yeah. Yeah, so and we're then, in the past. Yeah, then we'll do uh, this weekend, I think it comes out Tuesday. Uh, Spider Man, so and then, and then the next thing. So there's next thing we have then, coming out is Spider Man. Yeah, I, I, the next thing I think would be Moon Knight comes out at the end of the month. Though so this month, yeah, this month. Are they releasing all of them, or is they releasing just an episode? Just an episode at a time. So okay. we'll be back to our weekly thing. So yeah, we okay. will have. We will actually probably by the time Moon Knight shows, uh, we'll be able to caught up. To get caught up, because I think Moon Knight yeah. is, uh, is it a Wednesday again, the thirtieth, I think. So this week, so hopefully this week we'll release uh, this show. Next week we'll release Spider Man, and the week after that we'll be right on time for uh, for that. And I'm I'm actually going on vacation, so it'll be by the time oh. I get back, we'll be ready to rock and roll. This. Nice, nice. Okay, awesome. Well, this was fun. Peacemaker was great. Watch Peacemaker. Yep. So thanks, Chris, for joining us. WideOpenMike.net is where you can find all of our stuff. And it wouldn't be a Marvel show if I didn't remind everyone to go for the head. This is right.